It is good to be together here this evening to celebrate the birth of Christ our Savior together. Uh, my name is Jared Mellinor. I'm one of the pastors here, the senior pastor. I know some of you may be members who regularly attend the church. Others of you may be here as uh, guests. Some even may not have uh, been to church in some time. I want you to especially know I'm grateful that you are here uh, with us tonight. For some, your presence here takes a step of courage, and we are honored to have you here with us. One of the things that I like to regularly say uh, in terms of what you need to know about us as a church is that we are not a museum of perfected saints <laughs> as a church. In fact, far from it. We are a hospital for the needy and the broken and the sin sick. Uh, this is, is who we are. And just as Joel shared his story earlier, our church is full of men and women whose lives have been changed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. One of the, the lines that affected me from the song we just heard is that line, he meets you where you are. This is part of who God is, and I do not know where each one of you are in terms of your life circumstances, but I do know that the God who made you is a God who loves you, and he is a God who meets us where we are. That includes meeting even those who prefer not to be met by him. If Christmas teaches us anything, it is that our God is a pursuing God. He's a God who comes after us. He's a God who meets us where we are. I wanna take a few moments to reflect with you on the song of the angels when Christ was born. This was part of the scripture that was read earlier in Luke chapter two, verses 13 and 14. It records that moment in history and suddenly it says there was with the angel, the one angel who had announced the good news of great joy, Suddenly there was with that angel a multitude of the heavenly host, angels filling the sky, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. We can picture it with the eye of faith, a multitude of angels, the greatest flash mob the world has ever known, declaring a message from God himself. This is not a message that has originated with man, but with God. It is the message of peace on earth. One thing we know is that the whole world is searching after peace, even as our lives are marked by discontentment and conflict and trouble. In fact, the greater our unrest it is so often the case, the greater our loss, the greater our sorrows, the greater it is that we experience this deep longing for true and lasting peace. It was 80 years ago, Christmas Day 1941, that Bing Crosby made the first live radio performance of a new song called White Christmas. That was 17 days after the attack on Pearl Harbor that happened earlier that December, which was what brought the United States into World War II. That song, White Christmas, would become uh, 
a best-selling Christmas song, in fact, the best-selling Christmas song of all time. I did a fact check on that against Mariah Carey, it's true. Um, it would also become the best-selling single of all time. The musical film that came out just uh, over a decade later in 1954 focuses on a group of entertainers during World War II. What is White Christmas? White Christmas is a wartime song expressing this longing for peace. It holds out this longing of an ideal, peaceful, snowy, northeastern Christmas. Now, if you think when you hear that song, this song sounds so unbearably sad, well, I would ask you how you think a song is supposed to sound during a time of war and carnage. You know, you're like, oh, I like happy war songs. Well, that makes you crazy. Um, I can explain to you the popularity of the song at a difficult time of crisis. When troops were traveling overseas, families were separated, loved ones were lost, and the world was at war. It was this song that expressed the national mood of a longing for home, a, a longing for better days, a longing for hard times to come again no more. That song has been covered by Elvis, Lady Gaga, Megan Trainer, and more. It was the national mood then, and that longing continues to be a large part of the national mood today, although we've also mixed in, especially in recent years, a good bit of anger and hatred and judgment and vitriol as well. But the longing for peace remains. We all long for a better world. And the angels <laughs> appeared that night to announce the greatest news in history and the answer to the world's greatest problems when they declared peace on earth. And I have prayed that just as that message shook the earth that night and broke through the night sky, so it would break through our hearts and shake our souls here today. God has a message. It is a message of good news. It is the message of peace on earth. The prophet Isaiah said that a child would come whose name would be Prince of Peace and now the angels announce his arrival. What is the meaning of this announcement? What is peace? Peace does not mean, friends, that all of our problems go away or that we enter into the lifestyles of the rich and famous. Peace means the removal of enmity. Peace means the end of warfare. Most importantly, this announcement of peace that the angels declared that night signifies that the hostility between God and humanity can be removed. It is not speaking first and foremost of the horizontal relational type of enmity and a hostility that does indeed exist in the world and what it addresses includes that. But first and foremost, it is addressing the sinner's relationship with God. Christ came to bring sinners like me and like you, right? Let's be honest with ourselves. He came to bring sinners like us peace with God. It, I continue to marvel that you can he, walk into almost any store and hear it sung through the speakers this time of year. Peace on earth and mercy mild. Here it is, God and sinners reconciled. 
That's the whole meaning of Christmas. Christ was born to die for our sins and to bring us peace with God, peace on earth. It's in book three of Milton's Paradise Lost that there's a a beautiful description of God the Father and God the Son looking down on the world, surveying the absolute damage that sin has done in this world, looking down and, and surveying humanity's great need for a savior. And the father in that moment, as they stand on the brim of the universe, moved by love, says that without a savior, all will be lost, that humanity will bear the judgment of God for their sin. And so in Paradise Lost, Milton imagines the father in that moment turning to all of the angelic hosts of heaven. And he says with love in his heart, who will go? Where, where can so great a love be found? And in that moment, as he describes it and imagines it, all are silent And then one steps forward. The son of God steps forward and says to the father, I will go. I will go. Friends, here is the whole glory of the incarnation. Christ saying, I will go. He says, for the sake of sinful man, I will leave the joy of heaven. And he says, let the wrath of God fall on me. On me, let death wreak all its rage. He says, and I shall rise victorious. Jesus Christ is the one who would come into this world to make his blessings flow as far as the curse is found. He came to vanquish death. He came to secure peace and joy for us forever. And it is this peace with God this objective reality of peace with God that exists regardless of our circumstances and regardless of our feelings. That's what brings us into an experience subjectively and in our daily lives of what it is to have peace and to know peace in our hearts. There is a peace that is available for you no matter what happens around you in life. Because you can know the joy of peace with God, you can therefore experience the joy of the peace of God. And that same peace then overflows into the creation of a community of peace, which is the church of Christ. Did you know the gospel makes us peacemakers? It changes our relationships. This is part of what you will find in Christianity that you don't find anywhere else in this same way. It changes our relationships, our friendships, our marriages, our homes, our engagement with others in the gospel, in the peace that we have with God. There is a power that leads to an experience of peace in our relationships. It is part of what makes Christianity so extraordinary. Friends, Christians, this is shocking in our times. Here you go. Christians love those they disagree with. Christians are quick to admit our own sins and flaws. 
Christians diffuse conflict. We befriend our opponents. We forgive when it is costly. And by coming to Christ, we become God's agents of reconciliation. And the church becomes a picture of unity in a world of conflict and strife. In the church, you have different ages, genders, ethnicities, experiences, political affiliations, socioeconomic statuses, all united in Jesus Christ. How does that happen? Christ himself is our peace. He has given us peace with God and he gives us peace with each other. Peace on earth. This is the song of the angels and it reveals the whole meaning of Christmas. Glory to God in the highest and speaking to the longing of our souls, peace on earth. What we celebrate this time of the year is the fact that God has done it. God has brought the world peace. The whole world has warred and raged against God. We have warred and fought with each other. We have warred against the song of the angels. Christ comes as our only hope. He comes as the heaven-born prince of peace to do for us, to do for you and for me what we could never do for ourselves. Listen, this is what we need to know about, about the song of the angels, okay? The song that they sang that night is not a declaration of what we must do. Their message is not law. The, the angels did not appear in the sky that night to declare with one voice, try to be a better person. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine how depressing it would be? Try to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Try to be a good enough person to win acceptance with God. Try to aim at your own moral improvement is not the song they sang. The angels did not bring good advice. They brought good news that a savior is born. All the religions of the world bring this message, do this. Christianity is the declaration of what God has done in Christ for our salvation. There are so many people in the world today who think that if we just try hard enough, we can fix this broken world ourselves. We can rescue humanity. We can bring peace on earth. You know the situation we're in? We cannot rescue ourselves. We cannot save ourselves. We need someone else to bring us peace. We need someone else to fight for us. Here's, every Christmas I give you an illustration from the movie Elf as my Christmas gift to you. So here it is and then I close with this. All right, Merry Christmas. Do you remember the scene in Elf with the snowball fight? With the snowball, wait, walk, Michael's walking home from school and then uh, they're attacked by guys who are, who are firing snowballs at them. So Buddy the Elf and his half-brother Michael are under attack. You and I are Michael, all right? We are goners. The situation is not good. We are outnumbered. There is no hope. But there is another who says, I've got this. And he unleashes rapid fire against the enemy and fights for us. 
I'm telling you, we do as much to win our salvation and secure peace on earth as Michael does to win that snowball fight. We run away, we announce that the situation we are in is bad news, and then we watch in amazement as someone else does all the work and wins the victory. Friends, this is what Christ has done for us. He is the bringer of peace. He came and fought for us through his perfect life, through his death, through his triumphant resurrection. The Christmas story is true. The hope of the world has come and Christ is indeed a mighty savior. And you know what it means for every one of you? It's life-changing. It's life-changing. It means your sins can be forgiven. It means that you can know peace with God and peace in your heart and peace in your relationships. Come to Christ. If you haven't done so, come to Christ. If you have, come to him again for the peace that is found in him alone. And let all of us together join in the song that the angels sang that night, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Hallelujah, what a savior we have in Christ. Amen and Merry Christmas.